0: We, uh, of course, uh, heard little about the uh, situation uh, earlier on uh, on the mountain, I guess over about 33 hour standoff uh, with a gentleman who was uh, in some sort of distress and uh, police just kind of hung in there and and waited it out and saw an opening here and thought that uh, this is a scenario where uh, lives aren't in danger at this point and see where it goes. And as a result, uh, after 33 hours, uh, they were uh, successful in neutralizing the scenario scenario, and uh, everyone getting the help they need, no one hurt. How does all of this unfold? How is this done? What is the art of this? Uh, Let's bring in Dr. Gary Ellis, head uh, Justice Studies Program, University of Guelph at Humber, retired superintendent, Toronto Police Service, uh, and uh, many years of investigative uh, experience, and Gary is with us now. Gary, thanks so much for taking the time to join us today. We appreciate this. Hello, Scott. How are you? Uh, I'm doing well. So... Uh, What kind of person is needed to do this job?
1: Well, it starts off with the frontline police officer has to be trained properly uh, when they get the first call. Actually, it goes to the call taker, the people in the radio room. It all starts there, whatever the call is, and they start rolling out the resources, but they have to do an assessment first. So the frontline officer gets there, and they need to be trained enough to recognize that... uh, You can pull back, you can tame the person, and uh, you can call for the right resources and help. And then there's a whole team that unfolds uh, right in there, right down to the person who's actually negotiating and talking to the person. And they're the most highly trained uh, when it comes to dealing with personalities who may uh, have mental health or substance uh, issues going on and they need some support.
0: What goes into that decision, um, and often that has to be made uh, very, very quickly, often in split seconds. What um, what goes into analyzing, right down to the front line officer? What goes into analyzing? We've got a scenario here. Um, maybe maybe safety uh, isn't at risk at this point, but we, you know, there's something different here. How is that? How does that process?
1: Well, you never take safety uh, for granted. You have to make sure there's no one else in danger in the house. There's neighbors. You don't know if they have weapons, what weapons they have. You don't know uh, if they are planning to hurt themselves or, uh, you know, uh, suicide by cop is uh, the term that's used. You don't know if they want to take somebody with them. So there's a lot of front end assessment has to go into determining, are they alone? Are they contained? Can you seal the house off to make sure they don't uh, do anything outside are they armed uh, do you need to evacuate the neighbor so there's some real upfront safety concerns and uh, even to the point of do you actually physically approach the house or do you try to make contact through telephone or otherwise
0: uh, obviously, in this scenario, and again, we, we, you know, the, the, there's not too much we can address with this. It's, it's an investigation, and, and, and frankly, it's, it's at this point none of our concern because the safety, uh, you know, the threat has been eliminated uh, if there ever was one. Uh, 33 hours, that's a long time to hunker down. What's that sure process is. like? And, and, and obviously one person can't be doing this continuously, or I don't know, maybe they can. Explain that part of it to us.
1: Yeah, it's hugely resource intensive. I mean, you've got to maintain the perimeters. There's an inner perimeter, an outer perimeter. You have a command post. It's all about people. So the, the financial cost is huge. Um, the emotional toil is huge as well because it's 99% boredom for the people who are outside. And if things go bad, it's 1% sheer terror. Um, the actual negotiators, they're in it for the long haul, uh, the ones who are actually speaking to the person, because they establish rapport, they establish the understanding, they get to know each other, and uh, the communication pathway is open, and it's difficult, it's not unheard of, but it's difficult to hand it off to somebody else in the negotiation. Um, but this is done. Normally, you, you rotate 12-hour shifts throughout this thing. Uh, but there's a risk to that if there's a rapport already being established. So it's a long, hard slog for everyone involved. But then again, there's a life involved here. And uh, how much is uh, the price of a life?
0: How would you do that handoff?
1: Uh, You'd introduce the second or the third party into the conversation and uh, do an overlap. Ah. You'd have two people talking Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, as time goes on, The the primary would be stepping back. The secondary would be establishing the rapport. And uh, you could even involve another person. But the more people, the more confusing, the more confusing the message. Want to
0: hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.